Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a tangent. Another week of N4G Radio's episode 559 for May 20th, 2019. And holy shit, I've really got to get myself in gear because I think it's two weeks until the E3 prediction show. Holy shit. E3 is almost here. But on the show this week, we've got the Wombat. Uh, yep. <laughs> We got Anthony. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> well, at least he at least he gave some 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 pizzazz with his intro this week. Um. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm extremely tired. I, I tore down a structure yesterday, which took a lot longer than I thought it would. He was playing real life Shenmue, dude. <laughs> I, I stuff nobody wants to do. I got to play with chainsaws. Oh, it's way more interesting than Shenmue. Though. Oh man, like a real chainsaw! I tell you what, though, you got to respect that thing. <laughs> Don't want to cut your arm off or anything. Um, you got to respect. Got to show it respect, dude. You got to show a chainsaw respect because if you don't, counter it. Yeah. Oh, well, let's talk about video games, Anthony. You want to talk about? I know that you can finally talk about the one video game. Yeah, yeah, I can. So, um, I think I called it Sonic Team Racing, which is a totally different thing. Um, yeah, <laughs> Team Sonic, uh, you know, racing to get that other pe- the next piece of crap out. Sonic Team Racing. Um, yeah, so Team Sonic Racing is the third sumo digital racing game um, that's with the Sonic characters. Uh, this time they've dropped, and I forgot to mention it in my review, but I'm pretty sure it's clear. Um, they dropped the Sega All-Stars and all the references to other Sega stuff in this. Uh, so that's kind of a, like, at first you're like, oh, okay. And now the cars don't transform. So the, what was neat about uh, All-Stars Racing Transformed for anyone that hasn't played it is that each lap, the course changed. And your car would transform, so it would turn into a boat and a plane. And it made it so you weren't basically doing laps. You were basically doing a long sprint, uh, almost. Because each lap was very different from the last. And like the plane controlled differently than the boat and car, of course. Um, it was really neat. There was a lot to that game to love. Um and in this, it's just sort of kart racing. Now, the team mechanic is the big push on this. I'm going to be honest. 
single player that doesn't really matter uh, because if you're a good enough racer, you will carry your team to victory most times. Uh, but what's neat is in multiplayer, which you can play the whole the whole campaign mode uh, in, uh, you can send items you don't want to your teammates. You can use each other to like you draft behind another teammate and then you pull out and it gives you a boost. Uh, you drive next to one while they're like down and it gives them a boost to speed back into the race. Um, you can also drive side by side and it can, you can boost another um, team member. There's a team ultimate. So um, if you activate it, it gives you a speed boost. You become invincible. Uh, there's a lot of neat stuff in this, but it is very basic racing game. There's 21 courses. Uh, the adventure mode is pretty long, but ends up reusing the courses a lot, even though there's a wide variety of courses. I saw the same track multiple times. Then they saw I saw them mirrored, and it was like, okay, I'm tired of racing on the um, one that's based off of like the first level in Sonic Unleashed, uh, or not the first level, but Rooftop Run in Sonic Unleashed. It's one of the few Sonic games I haven't played. Uh, Do you gotta go fast? (sighs) Yeah, I I mean... (laughs) My my issue with this game, more than anything, is there's a bunch of upgrades that seemingly do nothing. Like... Yeah, they give you overall stat boosts, but every time you put on a full set of, like, there's, it's three pieces. The wheels, um, the spoiler, and the front of the car, like, the hood of the car. I, I don't remember what they call the pe- actual pieces, but when you put on a set of them, it boosts your stat, but, like, so the wheels, like, increase my speed, but then remove on my handling, and then another piece in the same set will give me more handling and less speed. So basically you're just moving my stats like up a bit in general like it's it's a it's a useless system and to get the parts for it I have to use the coins I earn from races to play a gotcha stupid thing like you oh, pull the fucking little lever and a little ball comes out opens up and it's like oh you got a piece of a car it's like I'd rather have just bought the pieces of the car if they're more important, but the fact that this is all luck-based sucks. And then that's that's, that's get... every game now, like, even Yoshi... Yeah, but... Yoshi's Crafted World has that. But was, was like, um... Was performance of that... Like, did it did it give you power-ups in those? No, they were just hats, but, um... Yeah, I would, I, I would prefer if this was just cosmetic. There's cosmetics in this same thing, but the fact that it's, like... Yeah, like if you want to upgrade your car, you have to keep pulling on this thing. It's a te- it's ten coins per, and like each race maybe gives you like thirty two coins if you do really well. Um, That's a better ratio than Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, I just it's annoying. It's annoying and it sucks, and there's no way around it. And it's it just seems like a half assed mechanic in this game. Um, it has all the basic modes that you'd expect from a racer. Like, I gave it an 8. It's a it's a really good kart racing game. That's it. Like, there's not much more to say about it. Um, but it's releasing at 40 bucks, And... There's also not a lot of these kind of games anymore. So. Right. 
Well, not only that. So unless you have like unless you're buying it on Switch, there's really no competition, right? Because this is the only kart racer really for PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah, unless you want to go back and play Transformed on Xbox One. Those are both backwards compatible. But, oh, okay. Uh, no, I don't think the first one is. Maybe the first one's not, but, you know, if you got Transformed, yeah, yeah. you're good. Form, you don't you're need good. the first game. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, yeah, like, you know, yeah, so unless you have a PS4, like, this game doesn't feel necessary, but it's not bad. And again, it's releasing at 40 bucks, which is sort of a bargain price, it does feel like it doesn't have a lot of money put into it. Um, there's a story, like, in the adventure mode, sure, there's cutscenes, I suppose you'd call them, but it's just static images of the characters talking to each other. And it's well voice-acted. It's the same voices that are doing the Sonic Boom cartoon and all that. But it's just static images with text and them, you know, acting via voice alone. There's no character movement. And when you start a race, each race has like a story beat to it. But that's put on Square. And like when is Square the select button? Never. So like you can tell that like they don't they know you don't really care. You're just gonna and, skip it anyway. Yeah, so and I mentioned in my review that the adventure mode doesn't have a sort of final like oh shit moment, and I know this is weird to say about racing games, but one of my favorite racing games on PS2 is Test Drive. Uh, It's Test Drive Overdrive, I think is what they call it when it has a subtitle, but it was just called Test Drive in like a graffiti font. Um, And the way that campaign ends is it puts all your skills to the test in a four-part race where they give you a shitty car and you are racing the fastest car in the game. And it's difficult, but it feels like it's a test of everything you've learned up until that point. I'd even argue that in Mario Kart, Rainbow Road is sort of the same thing, especially like the N64 where you can just jump off the track and land on a further part in the track and stuff. It's a difficult course to push the player. And in this game, they didn't really have that. And it was like, oh, okay. And even in past Sonic racing games, not necessarily the ones from Sumo, but like I mentioned in my review, Sonic Riders, Sonic Riders made sure to give you that sort of moment that was like, okay, everything up until this point has been working towards this. And this game literally got to, I got to the end I hadn't even finished the whole little map. There's like a little um, Mario 3 sort of map to all the events, but it's kind of a straight line at to- most of the time, so it really isn't worth bringing up in the review. Uh, but I, at the end of the course, I picked one, and it was like, you beat this character, congratulations, why don't you go and play on a harder difficulty? No credits. Um, it was just a little pop-up thing. It wasn't even voice acted. It was just a pop-up that said, you finished this. It's a really good racer. I have a feeling if you play with people, this is per- like probably the thing I'd... Like, the one I'd suggest because of the fact that, like, a better player can support a weaker player via the team mechanic. And, you, of course, uh, when playing multiplayer, you don't all have to play on the same team. 
Uh, I think you might in Team Adventure, but um, it, it's a good game. It's just it's weird to talk about because it feels like a step backwards. Um, another game that I alluded to. I think I can talk about that, right, Ken? Which one? Bubsy. Yeah, it's out. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. So, Bubsy Paws on Fire. I think I'm just going to double-check that. Yes, it's Paws on Fire. Um, Paws on Fire. Yeah, it's all it's all referencing um, the... Uh, Rocky? Pop culture. Pop culture. Um, well... All of Bubsy references pop culture for some stupid reason, even though he doesn't. Um, because every level has a stupid name to it as well. Um, yeah, so this is by the people, uh, Choice Provisions, this is by the people that did Bit Trip. Um, specifically, you'll know them as the runner people now, because that's kind of all they do in the Bit Trip franchise. And the last game... Uh, that Bubsy did was a year or two ago, and it was by the people that did the Gianna Sisters. And that game wasn't great. It was extremely short. It w- it played fine, but it was it was rough. Um, they've redesigned Bubsy again. I don't know why, but uh, for this game, and it starts off, and it's actually pretty funny, which is, like, a first for Bubsy, because boy, have they tried, but it's been shit. Um, It makes fun of Bubsy consistently. The humor in this game is really uh, well-written. One of the loading screens... (laughs) One of the loading screens is so stupid, it just says, happy birthday, and then in brackets it just says, don't read this unless it's your birthday. I'm like, okay. That's not fun. Um, it's it's got a it's got a good sense of humor about it, but I thought it was going to be a straight runner clone. And playing as Bubsy and one of the other characters, because there's four players to uh, four characters to play as. Uh, okay, I have the names here: Bubsy and his friend Virgil. Uh, they play like the runner games, but then you play as a Wooly, which has always been the enemies of uh, Bubsy. And it's a space shooter, so it's a side-scrolling shoot-em-up. Which is kind of weird, but neat. And then the final character, Arnold, is an armadillo that rolls into a ball and kind of has a stage like the old um, Sonic 2 bonus stages, where he's kind of going down a tunnel and you have to collect gems. This game's actually pretty good, which I think means it's the first good Bubsy game in over two decades. Yeah. If you don't like if you don't like the runner games, then you're gonna not enjoy this, but what it is is a pretty good runner game. And it's not just a runner reskin. Like Bubsy doesn't Bubsy and um his friend Virgil don't play like uh Commander Video which is weird because I expected that, but no Bubsy has his little float power. Um and uh, Virgil has a double jump, and they play extremely different. And you go through the same course four times. Uh, well, sorry, three times. Uh, Arnold always has his own special courses. Um, 
yeah, it's a really, really good game so far. I can't believe I'm saying that. I can't believe Bubsy gets any credit at being good. Uh, what I found out um, was that all the characters in this game are from the pilot cartoon that never took off. I wonder why. Then, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't believe they went through and dug up characters from a one fucking cartoon pilot to add characters to this game, but they did. And the writing makes fun of it, too. So, yeah. Uh, there's there's a thing that I don't think anyone was expecting to hear, uh, that Bubsy has a good game. That's been it for me, other than more Days Gone. So, Alright. We'll move on to the Wombat. Alright. Well, we know what he's been playing, Demon Souls on PS2. <laughs> yeah, right. I have been playing Demon Souls on PS2. Don't argue with me about it, anybody. <laughs> Don't at me. Don't at me, bro. <laughs> um. So, what have I been playing? Man, it's been a long time since I've been on here. I feel like. Um, well, it's not as long as Drew. Well, that's I true. Can, now that I think about it, you weren't on when I uh, said I started up Assassin's Creed Odyssey finally. Oh yeah. What do you What do you think of it so far? I had to stop playing because I think it was going to ruin Days Gone for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. That good, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Days Gone is good. Don't don't get me wrong. It's just in comparison to a game that lets you basically climb anything, it starts to feel very limited when limited. I'm stuck on the ground. I had that yep. problem with because uh, I was playing Horizon Zero Dawn and Breath of the Wild at the same time, and like not being able to climb in Horizon Zero Dawn drove me insane because of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that awkward pause. Go ahead. Well, I made the mistake of putting a piece of food in my mouth while you guys were talking, and then you guys stopped talking. <laughs> That's how we get you. This quality yeah. quality podcasting. Yeah. So, um, I have actually also been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I bought the DLC. Oh, man, I want to get While to it was that. on sale. I want to get to that um, Atlantis DLC. It looks so cool. Yeah, the um, uh, I'm doing the Legacy of First Blade DLC first. Um, the uh, but it was on sale for twenty one dollars or something like that instead of forty for the season pass. So I picked it up and uh, now I'm going back through and it also gives me a good excuse now that I've I've um been away from it from a little bit to go back and clean up some of the other stuff that I I didn't finish in the game. So. I'm, uh, I'm playing that now to go back through the DLC, and I'll let everybody know how it is as I get a little deeper into it. Um, other than that, I have played a lot of Mortal Kombat. Um, I don't remember if I said the last time I was on the show that I finished the story. I don't know if I had finished it yet or not the last time I was on the show. I don't but, think you had. Uh, but I have finished the story. Uh, the story was excellent. Very, very good. And I'm super excited to see where they go from here. Because uh, there's about a whole bunch of different places they could go from here. Yeah, so they kind of left it wide open. Very wide open, yeah. So I'm hoping that um, um, I'm hoping that it's not so long before the next one. But I understand that it probably will be. Yeah. So especially considering they've said they're going to be supporting this longer than any other title they've ever had, which is kind of like, oh yeah, okay, that means it's going to be a while. Yeah, I'd probably um, guess five to six years before we see MK12. Yeah. So, um, 
but uh, yeah, so I've been playing some of that. Um, sometimes I'll just go in and do an endless tower and play it until I get tired. Um, but um, so I'm just going through now and doing character endings and getting uh, currency so I can unlock stuff in the crypt and going through that. The crypt is cool as hell, and the deeper I get into it, the cooler it is. Yeah. Um, it's a grind for sure. It's less of a grind now, but it's certainly still a grind. Have you got any um, of the heads yet? No. The heads are the best boxes. They no, really I have not. are. What's that? The heads are the best boxes. They really are. Are they? Yeah, they're so good, but man, the grind for them sucks. Yeah, I don't even know how to get them. 50 fatalities on that particular character. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, against that character? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Whew. Um... Yikes. Okay. Well, the, um, um, I, I, I noticed, I, I don't, I'm not the type of person who usually looks at trophies before I play the game. Um, so I tend to get surprised by what's a trophy. I was surprised there's a do eat, uh, do both of this person's fatalities, uh, trophy for each of the characters. For all 25 uh, characters. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So I was playing through. Uh, I was playing through. I was in an endless tower as Baraka, and it popped up and said um, that I got the achievement for doing both of Baraka's fatalities. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm just um, going through and playing that and trying my hand at the different characters and stuff and seeing who I like and seeing who I don't like and um, you know, so far I like uh, uh, Baraka. I like Noob. I like Scorpion. Um, really, I like all the characters. There's nobody I've played as yet that I'm like, oh, God, this person sucks. But they even made there are Kodal. certainly... They even, huh? made, they even made Kotal good in this game. I know, they did make Kotal good. I actually really like Kotal in this uh, game. It's weird, um, he sucked in 10. <laughs> what's that? He sucked in 10. Yeah, he was terrible. Um, so, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm digging it a lot. Uh, and then, other than that... And what else have I played? Um, I think that's really it. Um, I've been I've been uh, uh, casually watching my son on occasion play Ark because his cousin plays Ark, and so he wanted to play Ark with him. So we turned the blood off and said, "Okay, go ahead." Uh, and that game looks terrible. Yeah, it's not a great. Uh, uh, which which version is he playing? Uh, whatever the free Game Pass version is that's on Xbox. Oh, okay, so it's on Xbox. Yeah, do you yeah. want to see it really look bad? Look at the Switch version. Oh, yeah, I, I haven't even seen the Switch version. Oh, Actually, you need to watch the Switch version. You need to it watch it. It's so something. bad. He's played it on mobile as well. and It looks better on uh, mobile than it does on Switch. Wow. It's really bad on Switch. <laughs> if you ever want to see like how good Turok 1 looks... Uh, Watch, watch that. Watch the Switch version because it makes the first Turok game look more recent. Yikes! Yeah, it's real bad. Um. Yeah, I think that's it. I really think that's it. All right. Uh, I got a few things to talk about. Uh, actually, I can't talk about one of them. I'm very interested to talk about one of them. Um, but that'll be next week. Uh, I did finish Rage, 
so I wrapped up the story. The, the straight mainline story of that game is not very long. It's maybe seven to eight hours. Um, but there's a lot of things to do in that world. And I know I talked a lot about it last week. That's actually why we did a show last week, was to talk about Rage. Um, but I think it's a great game. I, I really do. I really enjoy it. I have a lot of fun playing it. Uh, even after beating it, I'm still going back into the world and uh, doing the bandit camps and still trying to find some of the arcs. I didn't find all the arcs before I finished it, which is where you get your powers and your guns. Um, but that game feels like, exactly like I told you, Anthony, was like, that game is Doom play uh, in the Mad Max world. And I really, it's just fun. Like, it's just fun to play. Um, and it's also nice to play a game that has a set tier of guns, and not like 4,000 different guns. Um, yeah, so you're not digging through, like, what's the best one? Yeah, and I don't have to sell, like, there's not a lot of selling. Like, that's one of the things I've never understood about open world games, and I guess I, I heard a really good explanation of why they do this. But Rage 2 doesn't have, like, a lot of junk that you collect that you sell. There is some stuff that you'll find that you can sell. But most everything you pick up, including the weapons, is stuff that you actually will use. Which, I like that. Um, But yeah, there's just not a necessity for collecting. Like, that's always been a weird mechanic in video games, is you literally just collect stuff in a pile in your inventory called junk, and the only purpose it serves is to sell. Yeah, I mean... Mad Max didn't have that, right? You didn't sell anything. You just <sighs> made scrap money. You like, might be right. It's been a long time since I played that game. Like, you might be the, right. the, and even so, like you mentioned that, like thinking to what I'm playing currently, it only makes sense because you, like, unlike other games, every camp has its own currency. Yeah, it's gone. So. Yeah, you do have to, like, pump up your numbers in certain places. That's the only time I've ever felt it, you know, needed. Um, God, what game is it where they give you a bunch of crap, but it just all... Um, Dying Light. Like, you pick up an item, pick up an item, but certain items are, like, clearly not (laughs) anything. Yeah, Far Cry is guilty of that, too. Far Cry, yeah. Yeah, Far Cry has a lot of junk in your inventory. If... I understand that it's it's a nice feature, it's a very quality of life feature, but if your game has a sell all junk button that you just hold, you probably have too much junk in your game. Yeah. Uh, but Rage 2 kind of eliminates that. There is junk in the game, you can sell it, but truthfully I found that selling it doesn't get you very much money, so I don't really sell it. It's just not worth it. Um, I also am playing the Castlevania Collection. Heard the buttons are backwards or whatever. They are. They are NES style. So you know. Are they NES style? Yeah, because NES was backwards. You know, it was the A and B. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So like the jump, the, there is. I think it's Bloodlines that's actually set right. Bloodlines and Super Castlevania Four have the jump on the A button on Xbox, whereas the rest of the games have the jump button on the B button, uh, which does take a little to get used to. Uh, and you cannot remap the controls, which sucks. Um, there are and, six... And, and it's M2, which is, that makes it so... Like, I can't believe that they didn't allow you to remap that. 
Yeah, it's weird that they don't allow you to remap it because there's a lot of options. There's like six filters for the screen. Um, there's a save anywhere function. Um, I guess they're patching in the Japanese versions of each of these games for the subtle differences between the two, which I think is a cool thing to add. Uh, the collection of games is good. You know, Castlevania 1, 2, 3, and 4 obviously are in there. Super Castlevania 4 is still a masterpiece. Bloodlines is an incredible game. Uh, the biggest shocker of the package is Kid Dracula. That game is pretty fun. Question for you. Yeah. What version of that is? NES or, or the Famicom version? Yeah, it never released is over it, here in the US. Yeah, is it translated in English? Yes, this version is translated in English. Wow, okay. Yeah, so Kid Dracula is, is a lot more fun than I kind of expected it to be. Um... But truthfully, you know, Bloodlines and Super Castlevania 4 are obviously the, the highlights. Playing through the first Castlevania is fun. Don't ever bother with Simon's Quest, because that game will just give you a headache. Well, that game, if it got a retranslation, is playable. Otherwise, it's not. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll be real honest with you, I'm not going to play far enough into it to find out. You no, know, I don't think they tra- they have a new translation. For okay, that. but yeah, I'm not I'm not going to play that one anyway. That's probably my least favorite Castlevania. Uh, I'll tell you what's rough is the two Game Boy games. I forget how bad and slow Game Boy games used to be. <laughs> uh, but going from like something like Bloodlines into the Castlevania for the Game Boy, it's rough. It's a neat thing to have on there. Um, I have heard this is not the only collection. That Castlevania is going to get, and I heard that the next one. I know people want it to be the the the, Va- the Metroidvania games, but I actually heard the next collection is going to be the MSX games. So okay, take that for what you will. Even a rough, uh, an even rougher collection. Cool. Yeah, I'm still interested to see what's going to happen with the Contra collection because I definitely want to play those again. But it's been fun playing Castlevania again. Um, the first one is great for the memories. Super Castlevania and Bloodline still play really, really good. Um, so those will be really good games to play through again. Um, yeah, I can't talk about that game. I played a lot of Mortal Kombat, obviously. Um, I did... What was the game I played on PS4? I don't remember what the game was that I played on... Oh, I played Bomb Chicken! Ah, played... uh, Bomb Chicken! That game is cool! <laughs> It's a uh, yeah. It's weird that I can't jump. Like I keep trying to hit the button to jump, and I just keep popping a bomb out. Bomb out. Yeah. Well, you just stack the bombs underneath you. I know, but that's not the same as jumping, and you know it. No, it, yeah. But that game is neat. Like it's funny because I follow the guys from Limited Run on Twitter, and I never get these. Uh, people will tweet codes, you know, like right. hey, here's a code for this. I actually got the bomb ru- the bomb chicken code from one of the guys at Limited Run. I actually got it. Uh-huh. I just happened to be on Twitter when he posted it, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to try the code. And I put it in, I was like, holy shit, I got it! <laughs> uh, but that game was cool, Like, so I booted that up and played through that a little bit. Um, and then uh, the game I got this week for myself was uh, Shakedown Hawaii. Um, I looked up a, a couple... Of, I didn't get much into Retro City Rampage. I thought it was a little... I don't know, just kind of meh. Um... So, yeah, I mean that game. That game lives on its, um, its humor. It, it does, but it was also a little rough for me because, like, those top-down pixelated GTA-style games—they're hard to play now because everything is so small. Um, mm. But what Shakedown Hawaii does that kind of circumvents that is that it's—it just doesn't give a shit. 
So, like, I don't know if Retro, I don't remember if Retro City Rampage had this, but, like, the control of the car, you can do it two different ways. You can do it the traditional yeah. way, uh, or you can just use the analog stick to steer, and that's the one I chose. And so, when you say analog stick to steer, it, it's just push in the direction? Push the direction you want to go. go, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was an option in the first game. Yeah, so that makes driving around the city, but the thing is, is like everything that you do in that game, it, it, the game just doesn't care. Like, it, it encourages everything. So, you know, just run over people, whatever. The cops come after you, who cares? You can still get into a mission, even if the cops are chasing you. So it's not like it requires you to lose your wanted level or whatever. And if you want to get rid of the cops, all you got to do is go into a freaking costume store and put on a different hairstyle, and it immediately goes away. Um... It's got kind of a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The um, You can just buy tons of property and shake down businesses to get money from different businesses. And um, it's very self-aware of its stupidity. So it's like one of the first missions has you turning your company into selling gaming fuel, like soda. That's one of the first missions that you have to do. Um and, and you do a lot of that. Uh, and there's a lot of self-referential in-jokes for gaming. Like, the, the the big wigs are like, what's double XP? I don't know, I thought you'd know what double XP was. Um, you go on a game show and murder a bunch of people a la Smash TV. Um, there's a lot of things going on in this game. I've played for about an hour and I'm still doing kind of tutorial missions. Which is weird to say. But... That game is just fun. It's got great music. Um, I really like the art style of the pixels. Like they're very clean. They're, they seem to be a lot cleaner than Retro City Rampage, so everything is easier to make out. Um, well, Retro City Rampage was going for an NES look, right? So, it, or a DOS look. So it, it really is these very pixel. Like it's the character on the screen is barely a character. Yeah, it looks this like a lemming. This one's got a lot more animation to them, and I like the 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 combat style of you to shoot somebody. You hold the button down, and it locks onto an enemy, and then you can strafe around them. I like that control scheme. Um, and it's just it's a fun game that takes. It's a perfect Switch game, which is what I got it for because you can pop it on. Don't fall into this, Ken. No, no, Don't no. Don't fall into this. <laughs> it's 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 a perfect Switch game to where if you do play portably, you can boot it up for 10 minutes and you can accomplish something in that 10 minutes. Also available on PS4 Vita Crossbuy, if that's your thing still. It's also on the 3DS. Is it out for the 3DS now? I don't know if it's out, but... I, I, was I know just, that there's a delay on it, that's the only reason why. I was following a conversation on Twitter to where the guy said it took more work and made less profit to port the game to DOS than it did to the Xbox, but he decided to do it. And I was like, you know what? I might have had more interest in this game if you to port it to Xbox. And then I heard good things about it, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to pick it up on the Switch. But it's such a weird thing to say that I would rather port it to DOS than to Xbox, even though I know I'm going to make more money on the Xbox version. Well, I mean, the original game, I think, was built to run on an NES cart. The first yeah. game at that one point, sense. like that's how crazy this guy is. He's like, "Yeah, no, I'm just gonna push the the hardware limits." He ended up porting it to DOS on a uh, floppy disk. The first game, anyways. Yeah, Retro so City Rampage never came to Xbox either. I I don't know. Xbox is a weird thing that, like, when people don't like it, they really don't like it. <laughs> I don't know. 
Oh, there's always been a stigma about that around Xbox. There are just certain things. Like, you never see the Nisa games on Xbox, you know? That's because it's not about glorious Nippon. Well, I, I saw yesterday Nisa's in some financial trouble right now. Oh, I read that today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... Maybe you should have put games on more systems. I don't know. May, or no, or maybe maybe you stop pumping out crap. That well, there's that wants. too. Yeah, like we get but, it. This guy is good, but most of your other but, stuff, it's pretty bad. Well, this guy is good. Why does everything need to try to be this though? Like fuck the uh, the witch in the hundred night two. Like so, I could be playing this right now. Is how I felt. Yeah, and this has always been good. Mm-hmm. Dude, witch in the hundred night. Dude! Dude. Uh, dude. Can I really be the hero? <laughs> Fuck, I love Prinnies. They're great characters. Yeah, well, I hope Nisa gets out of this or somebody picks him up or something because I can't imagine a video game world without this guy. I just can't. Would make me sad. Um, But I think that's it. I had... I'm going to play some Overwatch this week because it's the anniversary event. I didn't think they were going to do one, and then at the very last minute they announced that there will be an anniversary event starting Tuesday, and I'm interested to see what it is, because this marks three years. Three years I've been playing this game. Three years. I don't... I don't know that there's a game that I played that long. Before. Because our Halo 2 days... I didn't play WoW. You didn't play WoW at all? I thought you played it for a little while. No, never touched it. Wait, oh. Final Fantasy fourteen, which I can't wait because when it comes to Xbox. <laughs> well, I played Final Fantasy fourteen hardcore for about six months. And then I stopped playing it because it was a subscription game and I was... I don't know, something about paying 15 bucks a month was killing me. Mm, but you'll pay it again when it comes to Xbox. Shut up, Anthony. It's not coming. I'm hoping that it doesn't come. <laughs> I'm going to send them tweets every day. Be like, please bring the Xbox. Please bring the Xbox. But... I, I was just thinking back to our Halo 2 days. That was probably the longest before that. And we played that for, what, about a year? Probably. Yeah. But three years, man. And I'm not talking about three years off and on. I've played Overwatch pretty consistently for three years. That's just insane wow. to me. Anyway. I really like that game. Uh, let's talk about what is coming out this week besides an Overwatch event, though. Uh, American Fugitive. That's way too close to Fugitive Hunter, which is a notoriously bad game. Um, I'm playing that game, by the way. Okay. I can't talk about it yet. I, I really wish you could. <laughs> well, if you want to ask me after the show, I can tell you. Okay. Uh, Atler Lulua, the Scion of Our Land. Is that another new Scion of Your Land? (laughs) Your land is my land. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, No, this is a Koei Tecmo jam. Uh, The Atler games are all Koei Tecmo. Jay's played like a million of these things. I don't know anything about it. Speaking of... I kind of wish it wasn't Nisa, because now they have uh, Ys and... um, Trails games, so I really wish it was more Koei Tecmo that was in the, in the trouble. Yeah, well, Koei Tecmo is never going to be in trouble because people just, some reason, keep buying 
They're they, crap. Well, they keep buying DOA skins and Dynasty Warriors games. Yeah, I was gonna say, how many times can we fucking reskin Dynasty Warriors? As many times as you can reskin the girls of DOA, apparently. <laughs> it's a lot, Anthony. It's all I'm gonna say. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, back in 1995, uh, Dauntless is out this week. You guys remember that game? No, the, I don't remember this game at all. The free nope. to, the free to play Monster Hunter style game. They uh, showed it at I want to say it was E three last year. I forget which conference or whatever it was at, but it is a free to play Monster Hunter style game where you can team up with I think four other people to hunt down monsters. It had a neat art style. It looked good. People, I've heard good things about it, but it is finally out this week. Um, boy, I wonder what the, the the developer of this game is a fan of. This game is called Dragon Fantasy: The Volumes of Westeria. Wow. Uh, maybe a little close to some other things. Maybe. Uh, Everybody's Golf VR. Uh, Killing Floor Double Feature. Observation. Skelly Celeste. Slay the Spire. Team Sonic Racing. Okay, that's the first name in this series of games that I recognize. Team Sonic Racing? Yes. You never heard of Everybody's Golf or Killing Floor? Well, sorry. I know Killing Floor. Everybody's Golf, totally, I didn't even hear that. Oh, yeah, the VR version is out this week. Ah, okay. Yeah, I heard about that coming out. Okay, sorry. There's three. There's three out of this list of like 20 games. I got one on here that's going to blow your mind. Just wait. Uh, mm. Virtual Virtual Reality. That's not the one, by the way. <laughs> uh, you pretend a, you're in virtual reality. If you're if you're an old man like I am, this next one you're going to be like, well, A Train Express. Yeah, uh, Limited Run was talking about that. Yeah, man, A Train hasn't been on a console since the PS One. Not in not in uh, not in the US. Yes, US. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. A Train was like. Um, like you a, drive the like speed train in Japan. Yeah, it was on PS One. Oh. Um, I remember being a. It's a very. It's a very popular game in Japan, but in the U.S. it just does not take off. Uh, alternate Jake Hunter Day Dallas: The Awakening of Golden Jazz. What? Can I think I just summoned Candyman or something. I don't know. <laughs> repeat that for me. Alternate Jake Hunter. Day De- Dallas, The Awakening of Golden Jazz. That's all one title, so you know. What What is that on? Did you, did you say Jake Hunter? Yeah, Jake Hunter. Yeah, like the Hunter of Jakes. Yeah, he I want Jake's. that game, Ken. I don't know who makes it. It's uh, it's for Arc PS System. PS4. Yeah, it's it's Arc System. Well, I'll see if I can get it for you. Thank you. Uh, the Last Door Complete Edition. Uh, Dollhouse, no relation to the cancelled show. And Super Tennis Blast. Um, on Xbox, a couple different games. We've got Fission Superstar X. Uh, <laughs> Marinian Taver- Tavern Story, Patty and the Hungry God. Wow. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. 
that's all exclusive for Xbox. Uh, let's hop over to the Switch. Bop, 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 bop. We got World Soccer. Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered. Resident Evil, Resident Evil 0, Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil Origins Collection. Uh, wow. So a lot of expensive Resident Evil out this week. Yeah, yeah. The expect keyword is expensive. Uh, this war, this war of mine, complete edition. Gun it's a rough game, but you should play it. Rough is huh? emotionally. Gun Lord X. Heroin Anthem Zero Episode One. My lovely daughter. What? Yeah. Mm. Star Sky. TT Isle of Man, right on the edge. Wonder Boy Returns Remix. Maybe they fix that game. I don't know. It's on the Switch. Uh, Wonder Boy um, Returns was terrible. Oh, God. I forgot to talk about that other Switch game I played. You, uh, you... The Blades of Time. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, Please. Oh, Blades of Time on the Switch. So, you know, I joke about it every week that everything doesn't need to be ported to the Switch. If you play Blades of Time, it's a perfect, like, poster child for everything doesn't need to be ported to Switch. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've never seen a lazier port. Like, I booted it up, and the Xbox One and the PS... The Xbox One and the Switch both have the same buttons, you know, A, B, X, Y. Well, Blades of Time was on the 360. And in this port, the buttons are color-coded to Xbox 360. Oh, God. So, like, when the B button pops up, it's it's actually red. But it gets better. So, I'm going through the tutorial, and it references the back button. Oh. No. And I'm just like, well, which button on the Switch controller would that be? That's bad. <laughs> and then I got to the part where you're... <coughs> excuse me, where you're actually learning to, you know, rewind time, and it starts chugging like it's, um, it's, it's having those, like, stops to where it feels like it's trying to load whatever you're doing, and it'll stop the game and then catch back up and stop the game and catch back up and stop the game and catch back up. And I'm just like, first of all, who asked for a remaster of Blades of Time? Without, like, no, not that I will want that either, but X-Blades, like, it being a sequel. Yeah! Nobody asked for the sequel in the first place, let alone a remaster of this game. I heard a story about uh, the first game's press content being like an art book that had fake cum stains in it. Well, it is what? one of the... It's, it's yeah. the first game... She very much is running around. I th- there's still a quote that sticks in my head to this day. My wife saw me play the first X-Blades. And if you've ever seen it, that girl that's the star of that game is pretty much the epitome of, like, anime bullshit. She has a thong that runs And my wife, was, my wife saw the game and she's like, she ain't got no butt clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? That is a true statement. That is a very true statement. I was Great. like, this... So, it's a weird thing. Um, I didn't even ask for the game, so I know the the PR guy that does PR for this I didn't even know he was doing PR for this game. 
and he tweeted out like, hey, this came out on Switch, and I just replied and said, boy, that's a stealth release. I was like, I remember that game being okay. And then he sent me a code, and I booted it up, and I'm like, oh. Oh. <laughs> Your first response shouldn't be a girl. Oh. Yeah, it's... Mm. Yeah, maybe don't... Maybe don't buy that. It's $20. Maybe don't buy that. Maybe don't buy it. Uh, and then the epitome of Switch games, we've got Hungry Baby Party Treats. What? I'm not... Ma- I can't make this up, man. I can't. Hungry Baby Party Treats. Yeah. What's the name of Is the what you just said. That's, the, that's a game that is coming to the Switch this week. Alexa, choose four random words. <laughs> there are three hentai games right out the gate on the PC. <laughs> of course there it's are. Just, I mean... Okay, here's a game I kind of want to play. It's called Bigfoot, The Secret Life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Bigfoot, like, sweeping his hovel <laughs> and... Hunting for berries and shit. The Secret Life of Bigfoot, yeah. Sounds like a <laughs> A&E show or something, I don't know. Oh my god. Video games are weird these days, man. Sometimes I don't understand them. I mean, I just scroll through the PC releases every week. I mean, we got Fatty Space, Homeless Simulator, Pick Up a Girls, plural. Did you say Homeless Simulator? Homeless Simulator 2, Ryan. It's a sequel. Oh, my God. (laughs) Homeless Simulator 2. 2, yeah. The sequel. The important one. It's the Terminator 2 of Homeless Simulators. (laughs) (laughs) God bless America. this This person has a lot of interesting games. Soccer Player Simulator. How to be a real dude, Francisca, uh, frat prisoner simulator, surprising my neighbors, professional thief, grand dude simulator. Surprising my neighbors? Is that what you just said? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that certainly sounds like it would be a game about you showing up, comedic, committing some unholy act on their front lawn. Sure. Uh, surprising... Surprising My Neighbors is a first-person game where you're going to leave surprises at the doors of your beloved neighbors. It's dropping a turd on their front step. Uh, Of course it's dropping a turd on their front step. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it is. We are in in 2019, the epitome of video games, where you can drop a turd on your neighbor's doorstep. Anthony, I don't even know that I needed you to tell me that it was about dropping a turd on your neighbor's (laughs) doorstep. Hey, I just (laughs) was... <laughs> I think, like, that seems like the obvious choice yeah. for what the surprise would be. I'm actually a little relieved that that's what the surprise is. Yeah, I, well, I figured everybody needed to know that it wasn't something worse. I mean... Don't worry. Dude Simulator 1 to 5 will keep you occupied if you don't want to surprise your name. I mean... Did you say Dude Simulator? Yes, and there's five of them. How many games does this dude have, and when did he start making video I games? I don't know, it's awful. Alright. Uh, oh, oh, hold on. Oh, fucking, I didn't even realize. Okay. Uh, these are the games, so, uh, the 21st, his most correct football simulator comes out. 
24th, uh, Homo Simulator 2. Uh, 22nd, Fat Dude Simulator and Great Toilet Simulator. I mean, <laughs> that's like... 27th, Fat Prisoner Simulator 2. And then on the 29th, Dude Simulator 5. I should note, these games all basically look the same, like you bought assets off of something else and it's just running. This, this sounds like some Roblox stuff, honestly. Y'all need yeah. to stop making video games. Like, y'all need to do what? Y'all need to stop making video games because if you oh, release yeah, seven, yeah. if you release seven games in one week, your games are star shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I got to agree that that's probably the case. I surprised my neighbors by leaving your game on their doorstep. <laughs> man, I can't. All right, let's do some news because I can't deal with this. This guy just got more press than he's ever gotten in his life in this fucking game. <laughs> Uh, we've got some we've got some juicy rumors from everybody's favorite insider. Uh, we all kind of figured this year's Call of Duty was going to be Modern Warfare Three. That's kind of the rumors, right? Four, four. Sorry. Um, but now the 2020 game is looking to be uh, Black Ops Five, and it's no longer being developed by Sledgehammer slash Raven. Black Sledgehammer. So no more of the three year cycle. Black Ops by Treyarch and also it might be free to play. Wow. They must see their they must see their numbers decreasing. Yeah. A lot. Whatever Blackout didn't last very long, did it? No, wasn't it the like the Battle Royal one or Battle Royale one? Yeah, that's what I mean. One? Like they got um they got that Battle Royale, that blackout, and it was supposed to, like it was real big when it first launched and then like it just died. Nobody cares. Yeah. Like it's seems... the one thing I'll say about uh Fortnite is they do a good job of making sure everybody still cares. Yeah, and unfortunately that came with some baggage. I don't know if you saw that. There's a reason why Fortnite has content updates as much as they do. Nope, they, I did not see that. They, they abuse their employees. They abuse their employees and work them to death. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did not see that. <laughs> yeah, I, and I get it. Um, like, because if you remember, Apex Legends was the hotness, right? Yeah, that thing died real quick, and you know why? Real fast because they yep. didn't release any new content, and it's because and you got to respect them for that. They didn't work their employees to death. Well, and no, so the the, the thing that doomed Apex Legends, I will one hundred percent tell you what it is, and people can argue with me and say it's anecdotal, but I don't care. What doomed Apex Legends is the fact that on my son's baseball team, there is one kid who said he played Apex Legends. And every other kid was like, Apex Legends sucks. Why are you playing that? Play Fortnite instead. <laughs> <laughs> That's what doomed Apex Legends, is yeah. it wasn't cool yeah. um, among 4th, 5th, 6th graders. Yeah. Well, I thought this was, I thought Apex was going to be the game that would... Uh, um, think of your words, stupid idiot. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be for the older audience. Well, that's kind of PUBG, right? Because uh, PUBG's still rolling. I'd still do yeah, it. Yeah, but it, it, but it, it's. I don't feel like I hear about PUBG as much. I th- you don't, but it still has a player base. That's the difference. Like Apex's uh, yeah. player base was huge, and then it just dwindled. It's because the um, a lot of the older gamer target audience is also playing other stuff. Yeah. 
The kids all just play Fortnite. Kids have a unique ability to play one thing and nothing else. Yeah. No matter how good or bad it is, because kids play Roblox and that game's terrible. Oh, dude, you you saw our kids playing Goat Simulator and that game is yeah, one of the yeah. worst things I have ever played in my life. I mean, it was yep. novel and stupid for like yeah. twenty minutes, and then like, right. But my son's probably put like fifty hours in Goat Simulator. Like. Yeah. So, well, it's it's interesting about Call of Duty because I think this year is probably they're going to tr- try to do the single player thing again since they didn't do it last year. And that's going to be the hook for this year. But if next year's is a free-to-play game, it's going to be an interesting conversation to have. Um, Ubisoft had their kind of earnings call this year. They they're doing really well. Um, they've also delayed Skull and Bones again. Okay, I'm going to be honest, it never felt like a game. It felt like a tech demo. It's such a weird thing, because they announced it when Sea of Thieves got announced, and everybody's like, oh, Skull and Bones is going to be the Sea of Thieves killer. I'm like, well, here's Sea of Thieves, no. it's a year later, it's it's out. It, it was never going to be that, because it's not... I'll, if I want to be a pirate, I'd like to leave my ship. Yeah, I don't... Skull and Bones has always been a weird game for me, for some reason, because it felt like they were just answering, and that's not what Ubisoft does best. Ubisoft does... For all better or worse, games as a service better than anybody else. Um, especially after announcing, you know, Ghost Recon, and then they said they have three more AAA games that are going to be out before, um, what is it, first quarter in 2020, and I think one of those got leaked yesterday, and it's Watch Dogs 3. Um, I want that game now. Ghost Recon is obviously one of them. So that leaves two more. Everybody is hoping it's Splinter Cell, but I guess we'll see. And we know it's not Assassin's Creed, because Assassin's Creed Vikings is 2020. Are we confident it's Vikings at this point? I mean, it came from the leak machine that has called every Assassin's Creed since 3. Like, okay. accurately. So. Yeah. I would. Assume. I mean, it makes it's. They haven't been there yet. It seems like it would make sense. I just. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't follow uh, cleanly the story. So I'm just curious how it you, goes from here. Why would you maybe want to not like uh, the? What I would do is try to stay as far away as God, from God of War as possible. Well, there's that too. Till they yeah. abandon that area, don't fuck around. I still You're only going to be compared. I still really, 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 really want feudal Japan or something like that. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree with that. I, I just felt like um, Give, I don't know. I, I felt like it was going to be something closer to Odyssey in time frame. Yeah. Um, but um, what? Um, Ken, I forget. Did you actually finish all the storylines in Odyssey now? In Odyssey, the main yeah. ones. I'm still doing the cultists. Okay, yeah. but you finished. I the finished Cassandra two. Yeah, the Cassandra. Or what's the other one? The other one is the. Um, how do I say it without spoiling anything? The the precursor stuff where you have to fight the mythological creatures. No, no, I haven't done them. I just finished Cassandra's storyline. I'm working cultists okay. now, and then I'm going to do that before I start. Okay. I stumbled I into the legacy of the blade on accident. Like I fought that first guy. Oh, okay. And I didn't realize that I had fallen into that, and then it was like DLC mission started, and I was like, oh, crap. So, Yeah, uh, I don't remember if I told you this or not. Do the um, uh, do the precursor stuff before you do the um, cult, before you finish the cultists. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, um, no, you told me that. I'm trying to get the cultists okay. to the point where I can upgrade my blade because I have so many skill points sitting in my inventory. Yeah. And I, I don't want to use them. I want to use them on the abilities that I'm using, but I can't do that yeah. until I unlock my blade to the higher level. Yeah, just don't just do not do the last one. You can do all the rest of them, just don't do the very last one. Okay, yeah, I'm, do, uh, I'm going around trying to finish off each of the, the tiers right now. Yeah, because the, the end of that, and Anthony, this is for your benefit too, once you actually start playing the game again, there are three major main storylines in the game. There's Cassandra's storyline, there's a storyline that's kind of like the Assassin's Creed quote-unquote storyline that ties into the overall Assassin's Creed story. Okay. And then there's these cultists that you have to hunt down, which is like the assassination targets in the other games. Um, don't finish the cultist stuff until you finish the other two quest lines, because the very end of the cultist thing was something that I believe is relatively major in the um, Assassin's Creed quest line. Okay. Yeah, and it'll, it, you have to you have to search out the cultists. So you'll know I'll... not to do it. I will yeah. ask this question of you much later when I start playing again and I get close to that stuff of what I should do first. Yeah. Yeah, you should definitely just mainline Cassandra's. It's only nine chapters. It's it's it seems like it's not that long, but it's totally fucking long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but if, we, if this if this series goes to Japan, it'll just be the game that people wanted Sekiro to be. Yeah, I, I mean that's why I like Sekiro. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I like Sekiro's like. Um, motif and and like it's it's time frame and all that is it, just way too hard for me. Yeah. Um. The, the, we already talked about the Overwatch anniversary kicking off on Tuesday. Uh, E3 is coming up, so lots of stuff is leaking and being announced. We talked about Ghost Recon, uh, Code Vein popping back up. Uh, Capcom says they're working on three new games using the RE engine. Praying, praying, praying. We get Dino Crisis at E3. Microsoft reveals a new Minecraft game. Uh, it's a Pokemon style Go, a Pokemon Go style AR game called Minecraft Earth. Okay. So you okay. can you can do stuff on your phone on Earth on Earth on Earth. Welcome to Earth. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about this in a minute, but the Microsoft Sony cloud service thing is an interesting. Discussion. Uh, the Nintendo Switch has surpassed the PS4 lifetime sales in Japan. Crazy. Not surprising. Yeah, but it's it did it in two years. Again, not the PS4. Yeah, yeah. The, the it's always been more popular to have handhelds in Japan. So this is not sure, surprising. sure. But I'm just talking about the time frame it did it in. It did mm-hmm. it in three mm-hmm. years less. That's insane. I just think it. I think it speaks m- more to people than the PS4. Like I, I would, I would say it's less surprising about the amount of time and more surprising on how little the PS4 sold. Yeah, the PS4, PS4 did not do gangbusters in Japan, which was shocking because it did gangbusters in the US and Europe. That's for sure. Right, yeah. and that, and and that's kind of where I'd say that's a surprising. It's not so much how fast the switch surpassed, but more so that the bar was set lower. And I mean, it still sold a lot. I I realize somebody would be like, but it actually sold this many. It's like, yes, but when you look at like PS2 numbers, things have changed a lot in Japan game-wise. 
the like Vita was super it. popular in Japan. Yeah, um, you know, so was the PSP, which is you know weird to think about, but that's where Monster Hunter, yeah, no, really Monster became Hunter. a thing. Yeah. And like when it came over, it flopped because it, the the audience was not the same. Like they get on the train and would play with each other and stuff. Like See, you don't I don't have that. I don't think it's. I don't think it flopped because they ported it over here. They, it flopped because they ported it over here to the wrong machines. As soon that's as they what ported, I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. they, they ported it to the they they, they ported it to the American like or not ported. I guess is the word, wrong word. They translated it, brought it overseas, and it's on a console that. Mechanically, is the same as Japan, but we are not standing next to each other to play, right? Because it's just we're not that same audience. Like we were starting to play online more at that point in time than sitting in the same room. So, and it's a little bit more accessible with Nintendo because it's kids and that's their main audience. And this PSP was going for a more adult audience, and like we don't necessarily hop on trains like some people do in bigger cities but a lot of us drive to work so like there's that audience kind of gone right where they congregate just by natural living oh, so, so they, yeah i'm not surprised that the switch picked up especially with two controllers attached to it and everything so yeah uh john wick is in fortnite speaking of fortnite yep uh, Devil May Cry 5 director would like a DMC2, but only from Ninja Theory, according to the report. Yeah, I, I remember reading that a while back, so he's not the first time he said it. I, I think it shows how much Capcom actually liked DMC, despite their fucking fans being uh, assholes about it. The fucking fans are stupid. DMC was an awesome fucking game. Well, it's funny, they didn't complain the same way about DMC5, and lo and behold... Nero is basically Dante from DMC. Yeah, he's yeah. saying "fuck you." It's all and like, I've watched somebody kind of try to tear into the "fuck you" sequence from DMC, which is hilarious. Um, when he's talking to the uh, succubus or whatever it is. Um, oh no, it's uh, the thing that's the slurm machine. Yeah, the one that's yeah. That whole somebody's like, this is terrible. And then that's devil may cry. That's, that's to devil. Be. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, people are Jim, just uh, Jim Sterling again. As much crap as I give him, he called out DMC fans or uh, DMC haters. Like, oh yeah, this is high art, and it's just scenes from like devil, the other Devil May Cry games. All the cheesy, stupid, funny stuff. That series is great, and and DMC is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Sega announced the next drop of Genesis Mini games. Yeah, they did. Oh, this is a good list. Uh, the Genesis Mini might have the best lineup of games. I, I've got one pre-ordered. Um, so the the new 10, they're up to 30 now. There's going to be 40 total. The new lineup includes uh, Street Fighter 2 Special Champion Edition, Ghouls and Ghosts, Alex Kidd and the Enchanted Castle, oh, fuck, I hate Alex Kidd, uh, Beyond Oasis, Golden Axe, Fantasy Star 4, The End of the Millennium, Sonic the Hedgehog Spinball, Vector Man, Wonder Boy, and Monster World. Yeah. And finally, the game that sold me entirely, Mega Man The Wily Wars. Oh, wow. Which has never been I'm... released in the U.S. <laughs> you all know it was. It was on the Sega on Channel, but that channel. doesn't count. I know, I was just, I love that. It's like, every, every time somebody's like, well, it was released. Like, no one had the fucking Sega Channel. 
Like, you, your one weird friend that some reason had it. Fuck him. Um, so for those who don't know, Mega Man The Wily Wars is Mega Man 1, 2, and 3 redone in Genesis graphics. And it's beautiful. And it has a, like, fourth part to it. Yeah. Because no. it, which is uh, Wily Castle or something like that, and it's built only for that game. It's the only place to play that. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing. I hope this means we get Pulse Man in the last uh, little bit, because that is the only other game, I think, that was Sega Channel only, that is, like, what's fully translated, but only released that way. I'm still very sad that Capcom did not add the PSP version of Mega Man um, to the Mega Man Legacy Collection, because it had two extra bosses. Powered up? Yeah. Yeah. That was a great game. The was, fact that you could beat them with the Mega Buster and then play the entire game as the other Robot Masters. Yeah, that that PSP game is oh so good. Uh, Nintendo has uh, had a direct this week specifically for Super Mario Maker Two, <clears throat> and that game looks ridiculous. That was a 17 minute direct about one game. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah. Uh, they announced online multiplayer, story mode with over 100 levels. Um, they announced a bunch of new uh, stuff, including Super Mario, was it 3D World, palettes. Yep. Um, there's, a, there's co-op mode in the online multiplayer, so you can play up to four players. You can create together locally. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. I mean, that game, it is essentially like like the director's cut of Super Mario Maker and it's available on the Switch and it's that game's going to be huge I like that there's like a weird adventure mode that makes you do certain things yeah no it's like Like, you gotta have the coin or you gotta beat it as Super Mario and things like that it sounded like they they were gonna make you build stuff in certain ways too yeah which is an interesting way to teach people how to build courses that game is uh Speaking of WoW, did uh, you see the WoW Vanilla is in beta right now? I did see that. You can play it. I thought it. that was our... No, it's not. <laughs> I think one of the funniest things about the WoW beta is people were reporting bugs, uh, but they were actually... the Blizzard came out and said, those aren't bugs, that's how the game was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think people understand what WoW was like at launch. Yeah. Uh, and even in the beta, honestly. Um, it was... Very different from what you see today. Yeah, so that's uh, I think that's out in September officially. So uh, Netflix has teased that they're going to be getting into game announcements. Uh, they already have the Stranger Things game coming uh, on July fourth, which is when the new season launches. But they're going to be at E three twenty nineteen, and they plan to announce more games based on their original series. Oh, you know what? That's Actually, I was like wondering because I didn't realize I didn't read the. Figured we'd end up talking about it. Um, I thought they were going to just try to break into gaming through streaming, and was like, oh, "Don't do this." Um, but to hear that they're going to work off of their own properties, like, that's kind of neat. Yeah, but I sit here and I think about all the Netflix originals, and I'm like, "What would make a good game?" Um. Oh, I know. Well, you, really, you really fucked me on that one, huh? Didn't you? I, I, I know. Castlevania and The Witcher. Yeah. 
Well, I was going to say, like, <laughs> yeah, Titans isn't uh, Netflix only. No, um, it's DC Universe. It, if it, So I, when I watch it here in Canada on Netflix, it says a Netflix original series. I'm like, motherfuckers, I know you got this, where you got this from. Okay, um, I don't, I haven't been watching the final season of Game of Thrones. Is, has anybody been watching it? No, I have. Okay. Did you know Aaron Rodgers was in an episode? Yeah, he got burned up. That's weird, right? That he was in it? Yeah. I mean, not really, because um, Ed Sheeran was in it. So, I mean, it's just like, they've been doing the whole fan guest appearance, celebrity fan guest appearance thing for a while now. Okay. I just... And it was like, it, it to say guest appearance, it was like, literally, he was on screen for like, Three seconds. Yeah, yeah, they've done they've done um like a whole I can't remember what band showed up, but there's a band that uh, showed up in was it that Ed like Sheeran? Soldiers. That was Ed yeah. Sheeran. Ed Sheeran was there for sure. Ed Sheeran was a was blatantly on screen. Yeah, he, he sang was, a song, yes. right? Huh? I, I don't know who he is, but he sang a song, right? Uh, I don't know that he actually sang a song. I think he was just there. I thought he sang a he's, song with Arya. Who was that? He's a he's a redheaded guy. Like yeah, they he, sang a song with Arya. I don't remember him singing a song. I just remember him sitting there in a camp. Yeah, they sang a song, and it was I think it was called Arya's song or something like that. I don't know. I'm not. I'm gonna skirt around it because I haven't seen season eight, and I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. So uh, there's a new Oddworld game coming. It's called Soulstorm. It's being developed by the original. Uh, guy, Lauren Landing, he's on it. So, uh, Wolfenstein, Young Blood apparently has open-ended levels, kind of like Dishonored. They're desperately trying to get me to care about that game. They're desperately trying to get everybody to care about that game because I have not seen a whole lot of enthusiasm, and that game is out in like a month and a half or something. Hey, I'll play and what it. sucks is I loved the first two, so. I just am not at all interested in that one. I'll end up playing it. But uh, don't make stuff co-op. That's just my, like, opinion to people. I don't give a shit if you're like, well, you'll be able to play with an AI teammate. All I hear is you're going to have to carry an AI teammate. Yeah. Don't want to do that. Uh, Last thing is that Square has confirmed the Final Fantasy VII Remake is still releasing in multiple parts. Yeah. Did we talk about State of Play last week? Did that happen before we did a show last week? Uh, I wasn't here last week. I'm trying to remember if we talked about it. Yeah, because we talked about Medieval. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure. I knew that we saw... I remember that you could pronounce his name, and I still don't know. Oh, Sir Daniel Fortescue? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a Predator game coming. Oh, uh, yeah, we definitely talked about it, because I definitely said, like, oh, yeah, it's great, I love the idea, it's not for me. So let's talk about this Sony and Microsoft thing. So Microsoft and Sony announced and established, uh, well, a partnership for gaming and cloud services. Um, a couple of notes about this story before we start getting into it. They haven't signed anything yet. This was more like a gentleman's agreement or something like that from what I was reading. It's not... Um, I don't know. It's not here to end the console wars. You will not be able to play Overwatch against your friends on PS4 and Xbox anytime soon. But basically what this is is that the two are going to start working together. It is a huge thing because these two companies have never 
really work together and stuff like this. And they certainly don't act like they want to work with each other. <laughs> but if this ends up happening, I mean, it it says a couple things. It says it's incredible for gamers, because anytime we can have things together, it makes it easier across the board. But it also says, hey, y'all, maybe we should uh, team up against this Google-Amazon influx we're about to get hit with. So... It, it'll be interesting, nonetheless, to see what comes of this. Yeah, I mean, until anything happens, uh, whatever. I can. I feel like they can just say whatever they want. Um, remember, Nintendo and Sony had a gentleman's agreement, and we know how that turned out. Sure, but even now, you can sign into Xbox Live on the Switch, which is crazy. Right, and like the the only thing that makes me think this might actually happen is the fact that Xbox has been so willing to become a digital I'm, platform. Yeah, I think the Xbox like console is more or less just going to end up being a, a delivery device. They're not going to be. I mean, Microsoft wants you in their ecosystem more than they want you to buy their console, and, and they do a great job. Unlike. I'd argue the other two, and, and even say Steam, um, which is of course the m- main platform on PC. Uh, I feel like they do a good enough job making people want to be on their console. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are very tied into Xbox Live, which I like. Um, even things like video services and you know, streaming even like their mixer platform I realize isn't the most popular but they have things in there that they were doing before others like the ability to hand the control off yeah to, like a, a viewer and stuff like that's those are things that they're trying to do to make people want to be on their platform and I don't think there's anything wrong with any of that like I don't think any of it's necessary to compete with anything else it's trying to just deliver it's it's kind of weird that they said their original idea was it want, they want it to be the one box you go to, and now it's kind of like the one service you use is kind of what they're going for. Which so. is smart, because let's be fair, if cloud gaming does become the standard in the future, subscription services are going to be what you're, you're using, not necessarily your Sony box or your Nintendo box. That shit's just going to be plugged into your TV, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, there'll be an app to play Xbox games on your new LG TV or whatever. And that's huge. I mean, it's that's a huge thing. I don't know. With E3 coming up, it's very interesting to see what's going to happen. Especially with these new consoles. We're probably going to see... We're probably going to see a little bit about the new Xbox come E3 time. And we're certainly going to see more about PlayStation 5 towards the end of this year. Because these consoles are coming next year. So, I don't know. Now, where does the Switch sit with all this? Does it just keep sitting where it's at? It's <laughs> a great question. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, the Switch's bottom has got to drop out at some point. There are too many games on it. It's it's just becoming flooded with stuff, and it makes things oh. impossible. To, like I didn't even realize that James Pond game came out like a month ago. Oh, don't, don't, don't. 
But what I'm saying is like things yeah. that I am legitimately like interested in. Interested in. I don't realize they come out because everything is just buried. Yeah. And it's it's you know it's what it's what happened to Steam. There's just so much crap to sift through that you can't find the gems. And it's just apparently Steam has an option to turn off the porn games. I I don't know where that option is, but I'd really like to turn it on. <laughs> I'm gonna be real honest with you. I uninstalled Steam. I just don't play PC games anymore. But whenever, like every week, I check all the stores. I go on my PlayStation. I go on my Xbox. I go on my Switch, and I look at the new games that have come out. Xbox does a really good job of laying out the new games. Switch does as well. Sony's is a little. That store is a little. Because they put DLC in there and all the little new shit, and there's always new fucking avatars and then yeah. backgrounds thrown in there. It's the same with their sales page. They need to cut that shit out. Yeah, it's the the PlayStation store is convoluted as shit. The, the Nintendo store is good for showing you your games. You know what I hate about the Switch store? Finding DLC, man. That's been an issue on all. Well, I mean, so, if you go, like, for example, if you go into Xbox um, and you pick a game, let's say you pick Mortal Kombat, just as an example, if you scroll down in the game, it lists, hey, here are all the DLC add-ons for this game, right? Yeah. If you do that in the Switch, I can't find them. Like, I have to search for DLC constantly, and I have no idea if it's installed. No idea. Yeah. Yeah, the same problem with the Wii U. I just and the 3DS. But the actual store of the Switch is fine. Like it's you know it shows you the new games. And they're listed in order of when they came out. Uh, you just scroll down and you can see them. That's fine. But it's finding DLC that's paying the ass. And unfortunately, on the Switch, when I go to check it every week, there is literally 10 to 15 games on there that are just probably straight garbage. Yeah. I mean, it's a crapshoot, and you'll see games on the Switch that are like 50 cents. Well, my favorite are the ones that are perpetually on sale, which is illegal, by the way. You can't, you can't artificially increase the price, not in Canada anyways, and then say it's on sale constantly. You can't do that. Well, hell, if that was illegal in the United States, the Kohl's would go out of business. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't be like, oh yeah, it's... It, it's twenty dollars, but right now it's seventy five percent off. Hey, let's be fair. You know that ain't true in the U.S. Because what is it? Microsoft says that their Xbox One S is two ninety nine. That motherfucker ain't two ninety nine anywhere you go. Never. Xbox One S. Yeah. Retail price okay. on that is two ninety nine. Because the the yeah. Xbox One Sad is retail price at two forty nine. I will tell you right. this right now. I have never been anywhere where an Xbox One S is two ninety nine. It's always less, right? Oh, it's always extremely less. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's a different that's a different thing with MSRP and then people like the actual stores selling it at less. It would be bad if Microsoft themselves said it's two ninety nine and then lied, said there was a sale, and is selling it for two fifty. I'm pretty this sure is... there's a sale on the Microsoft store for Xbox One S well, on then, a weekly basis. Yeah, well. Then like that's what I mean. It's 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 bullshit, and Nintendo is notoriously bad for it. So, like, yeah, there's. Remember checking the Wii U store, and it was always there's this one fitness game or something, and it was always fifty percent off. 
And I was like, this is actually not okay. Oh, yeah, there's stuff in the Switch shop that's always on sale. Every week. It's the same games. Yeah. That's... There's a game on the Switch store right now called One Strike that is 49 cents. Yep. Is that the helicopter game? No, it's like a... looks like a... Uh... uh Almost like the graphical style. Oh. Of, I'm dating myself here. Of like Yar Kung Fu. It's uh, it's like Bushido Blade. It's like a TV. yeah, but it's like super old school. Yeah, art yeah, style. yeah. I know what you're. I know what game you're talking about. I bought a helicopter game on there last week for ninety nine cents. That game is fucking terrible. <laughs> so like, uh, I don't know. It's bad, but it's it's also one of those things where it's extremely smart for the developer to make that game fifty cents because people will just buy it because it's fifty. Oh yeah, it's like number five or six on the top sellers list right now. Yeah, because people spend fifty cents on anything. Well, that's how I, that's how I ended up with Hotel Transylvania on my 3ds. Yeah, I mean it's it makes sense. To, to be make... fair, it was on sale for like two bucks, and I saw it, and I was like, okay, I'm like, oh, I think that's probably um, way forward, and it was, so I picked it up. Yeah, it's the Switch Shop is a weird thing. There's a lot of excuse me. There's a lot of really bad games on there that are being sold for like fifty cents, a dollar, two dollars. And they're constantly in the, the top sellers list because, well, they're 50 cents or $2. Right. Yeah, it's just... It's bad. You shouldn't buy them. Most of them are garbage. Uh, I think that's all the news. Oh, no. There's one piece of news you didn't cover. Oh, okay. Well, tell me what it is. So the Epic Games Store decided to have a sale and didn't tell... The publishers of games to the point where uh, Bloodlines 2, Oxygen Not Included, um, and uh, Borderlands 3 were removed from sale because they weren't informed of... So all these games... Well, Oxygen Not Included is technically available, but it's in early access. I don't know if it's in early access on the Epic Game Store. Bloodlines 2 and Borderlands 3 are not out yet. And are being sold at an extreme discount. So they pulled those games from sale. It's a nightmare. Uh, and then, not only are they on sale, if you spend a certain amount, uh, they'll give you 10 extra dollars. Uh, Epic Game Store will give you 10 extra dollars. Um, it is... It has been a nightmare, and there's a PC Gamer article that everybody should... But it is... Basically, what happens when a bunch of people decide we should have a sale and don't actually take, like, don't talk to publishers and developers about it. So, like, certain games had their prices increased during the sale. You know, which is also not illegal, but I mean, that's what happens when the people making the game don't get told what's happening. You know what this sounds like? This sounds a lot like Steam when it first launched. A lot, a lot of these problems that the Epic Game Store is running into is people forget Steam used to be. I remember the time when people hated Steam. I do. Too. I'm just. It's. It's. You can't just put stuff on sale because you have the store. Like when when there's a direct line, right? Like the Epic Game Store, as much as you know, the conversation is that they buy exclusives. Um, they don't own that product. They still owe money to these developers and publishers. 
They can't just say it's on sale because that lowers the cut that the developers are going to get. And it devalues their game before release. Sure, of course it does. And, and, right, and right. I understand the, the issue here, but I also understand that these are growing pains that every you know storefront is going to run into at some point. And on PC, every single storefront, when it launches or in its infancy, is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's I think it's funny that this this company that's been so uh, what's the word um, so brutal towards Steam for how it treats its developer uh, the developers and publishers right sure that was kind of their main selling point come to us we're gonna be better to you fuck up this bad like it's just it, who didn't think like. What was going on in their head when they went, let's have a sale without basically conversing with anybody? Yeah. It's, I don't know. It sucks. It's it's a bad thing. I just found that humorous that this whole time. They, oh, give, give developers a bigger cut and then we're going to have a sale so you're going to make less. Oh, the glory of storefronts. We only have a couple tweets, so we're going to read those. Uh, Curtis wants to know, Afternoon, fellas, what's your thoughts on Microsoft and Sony cloud gaming partnership, and do you think cloud gaming is the future? I think we said it was good, but I don't think cloud gaming is the future. I think it's the future if you live in a metropolitan area. So, like, if you're in New York and you have a small apartment... I think this is going to be great for you. But in Canada, the the internet's not great. In large portions of the United States, it's not great. Not everybody lives in an area where internet's fast. I mean, go to Drew's Twitter. (laughs) He'll complain about his internet a lot and say, like, it's not feasible um, where he is. Like, he's right for a lot of the country. And, like, this is going to be huge in places like Korea and Japan where the internet speeds are way higher. It'll even be more popular in, um, oh God, uh, like Malaysia where I think their, their internet speeds are extremely high and that's not what you'd think about when you think about that country. So I think it'll be big around the world, but not necessarily big in the United States and Canada. I don't know. I, I don't know what the future holds of anything. If you'd have talked to us, what was it, five years ago? Consoles yep. were dead. You remember that conversation? Nobody wants to buy a console anymore. <laughs> PC yeah, games but have I been mean, dead yep, for that, 20 years. That's how the market looked at that time, right? Like, people were playing on their phones and stuff more, too. Uh, you know what? The mobile market. No, the mobile market's still bigger than consoles by a fucking. Oh, country. for sure. Wow. But I mean, like it. I think people realized they weren't going to get the same experience. Yeah, there's still large portions of players, but they're playing generally stuff that you don't find on console. Right. The push for console games on mobile died out a long time. I so. truthfully think that. At some point, people will just play their games through services like Amazon. Um, 
and they won't necessarily buy dedicated boxes for it anymore. I think that will happen. That may not be what people like us do. We'll still buy consoles until they stop making them. Right. But I think the large majority of people who play video games will eventually start just doing it on their televisions through a uh, a media stick or an app built into the TV. Mm-hmm. I almost guarantee you that will become the norm, and that will be the way most. I people think you'll have a game. box still attached to your television, but it'll do. It, it, the main focus won't be gaming. Like you know, you'll have something with a like a slight hard drive in it, so you can maybe download an app, but it'll be more like a phone attached to your television. Yeah, but you can already do that sense? on you can already do that on TVs. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but I mean like the the services on the television aren't really that like built for that right now. Like yeah, there's like on the Roku smart televisions you can play Angry Birds or whatever. But you'll see a little bit more like right now Fortnite is available on basically everything. And I wouldn't be surprised if that becomes, you know, those type of games like the massively popular stuff where it's on everything starts making it to devices that you wouldn't expect right now. <laughs> I think um, you'll see an Xbox app on Apple TVs and Roku's and stuff and you'll be able to play games on there. And I think that's the way it'll it'll just become and I think TVs will start having Bluetooth built in that you can just wire that shit right up to your controller. Huh. I mean, I, I think that's where it's going to be and you know what, it won't... People talk about the latency and all that stuff, but, you know, 90% of people... Don't care. Don't care about the latency. So... Psychopaths like me care about the latency. Yeah, that's the thing, is we are the very loud, but very, very minority. Small, yeah. That's the reason why I own a tube television still. Yeah, nobody... nobody. I saw a tube television sitting out in front of somebody's yard the other day that said, Free still works. Yeah, you know, ten years no, ago, I might have like stopped and picked it up, and today I'm just like, nah, I don't need that shit in my house. I only, I only <laughs> keep a tube television around because like I can't play Busta Groove on PS One on anything but a tube television. It well, you doesn't can, work. You can. It just, it's just not for you. No, you can't because the time. It's the same with Parappa the Rapper. You can't play it properly because <sighs> the, there's a too much of a latency. And it's for some reason only those like certain PS1 games seem to have a huge drop-off in latency. And there's no way to fix it because unlike Guitar Hero, where they gave you the op- like they allowed you to fix it in the options, nothing. Well, butter, butter, butter joins the bowl. Curtis also says if you guys only had had one token only to play one of your favorite arcade games, what would it be? The downside, the game you chose, will change and shape the future into that game world forever. Dude, I don't know. I know Ken's option is Mortal Kombat. Well, Um, yeah, I actually have an MK2 machine. I know. So is the punchline that whatever you play... The world turns into that game. The real world turns into that game? Yeah. Okay. Um... I don't know. I don't know that I want the real world to turn into any arcade game that I've ever played. Yeah, exactly. Popeye. Um, Popeye. Turtles in time. <laughs> Nintendo Popeye. 
Turtles in Time, if for no other reason, I'd like the soundtrack. You just want and the world to follow me around. I was going to say, you want the world full of ninjas and yeah, mutated well, creatures, yes. but what a good soundtrack. Um, you know, I'd like the... Uh... You'd like to dine on... Turtle soup? Oh, man. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to have pizza eaters in the sewers. That's gross. I would not eat a pizza in the sewer. I'm sorry. They're pizza eaters in the sewer. I don't want and any. And they're monsters. I don't want any They're the alien ripoffs. I don't want any of that. I don't want none of that. Man. I don't know if it's shaping the world, dude. I don't know that. I'm with Ryan here. I don't want. I just won't play anything. Yeah. Come on. You you wouldn't. Just make sure you don't die first in the world of Mortal Kombat. That's all, Ken. Yeah, but I gotta keep holding my title as Earthrealm Champion, and I can't do that. I could, it, it took it out of me to tear shit down. I can't fight Liu Kang. Or, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what, you want the world to be Pac-Man? This, this horrible, endless maze? Do you realize the, the, like, do you realize the horror of a world where it's just corridors full of pellets with this big yellow thing coming to fucking eat you? And ghosts chasing you yeah. everywhere? And ghosts? What if you are the big yellow thing? Man, that just sounds like that sounds like a, a ridiculously boring life. Everybody, uh, God, there's a there's an episode of Seinfeld where um, it's about a high score on the Frogger machine. Yeah, and everybody he tries to bring it across the street. Yes, yes, that's that's how I feel. Like the the reality became Frogger. There you go. Well, we just get it over with, and everybody's in Smash TV. We can just all die. Straight out of the gate. I'd buy that for a dollar. You know? Yeah, but we could be the ones watching Smash TV. That's there has true. to be a viewer audience, right? Yeah, but eventually yeah. they'd run out of people and they would recruit us to be on I the show. I feel like Donkey Kong would be the easiest... Uh, Do no, I don't want a giant gorilla throwing barrels at me through my entire you life. You know, it doesn't mean it's going to be you. It's going to be some Italian plumber construction worker, dude. Yeah, but you eventually, you, like I said... don't have a name at that time. His name was Jumpman. His name was Jumpman. Put some respect on his name. Yeah, that was his name. His name was Jumpman. That's right. Paperboy's pretty boring. The death comes out. I, I was going to say, dude, stuff comes after you in Paperboy, and it's terrifying. Outrun. There. Boom. Chosen mine. There. People driving 100 million miles an hour down the road. And then flipping yeah. the car? No way, dude. Dangerous. The car flips back over just fine. If that gets to be reality, that's pretty awesome. You know what? I'll take Tubin. How's that? Tubin. 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 I'm just <laughs> rolling down a river in an inner tube. <laughs> Dude, you can just do that on the lazy river now. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I think I'm good. I'm just going to go for Tubin. Definitely don't want Rampage. That's a bad time. I don't know, man. If, if I got to be the giant ape. <laughs> you know what I think would be the most terrifying one? Centipede. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with that. Until the sequel millipede comes out. The motherfucker coming at you nonstop. Mushrooms it's, everywhere. My, my real answer to this is about a fictional arcade game, which is the arcade game Wildside and Kid Chameleon. That looks like a pretty dope world to be in. <sighs> uh, we have one more tweet. Yeah, like I said, there wasn't very many this week. Everybody busy or something. 
Dustin says, My amazing wife gave birth to our second baby boy this Friday. Everyone's healthy and at home. Here's to no sleep for a while. Ha <laughs> ha. Congratulations. Yes. Congrats. Congratulations. Um, I'm sorry you will not be able to sleep for this while. Yeah, unless you get a good baby. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. Um, I, we did. We did not. I did not either. <laughs> My son didn't sleep at all. I was up at least every two to three hours. Same here. Yeah, it's. Uh, My son didn't sleep five straight hours until he was ten months old. Yeah, it takes a while, man. It's it's rough. What a what a terrible evolutionary pattern humans took, where the baby actively works against itself to survive. Yeah, I'm so, what the fuck. This is sort of evolutionary traits like, yeah, I'm going to scream a lot and make my parents want to murder me. Well, it's the only thing, it's the only communication they have, and the problem is, is you don't know what they're trying to communicate. Yeah. Right. I, I just, it's, it's, it's an odd one, because, like, you know, a baby deer comes out and boom, it's walking. Yeah, right. Monkey, baby monkey comes out, isn't screaming very long. Yeah, well, you know, humans, humans have different forms of communication we learn to speak so yeah have a more listen, complex brain i listened to a podcast uh want to say it was called um hidden brain it's one of the npr ones so you know it's somewhat boring but educational um and it's about how babies the baby talk they can communicate to each other to some extent using it yeah that's some weird shit the the human brain is the most impressive thing on the on the planet Earth, and we still don't know much about it. Human brain is the most impressive thing on Earth. Pulls up terrible tweet. <laughs> well, I didn't say that you know people use them properly. <laughs> That's right. <fair. laughs> I just said it was the most impressive thing, the most complex computer you will ever find. But no, any yeah, congratulations and uh, condolences for your sleep. Uh, but that is it. Uh, next week, we want some more tweets, man. We're getting close. And in fact, I'm going to see about getting some extra people for that show. Which will be on the 3rd of June, I think is when that show will go live. We'll record on the 2nd of June. And we'll be making okay. all of our... Our predictions will be easier this year because Sony's not there. Uh, my My predictions are pretty easy anyways. I don't really have too much... Well, you need to start thinking about it because we come up with some outlandish shit. Yeah, well, I don't. And hey, we made we made uh, Killer Instinct come back. I know. I'm... Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we are we are responsible for that. You are welcome. I've never played it. And eventually, I will make Conquer come back. That's Conquer's something. come back. That's the issue. No, 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 real Conquer. Oh man, I forgot there was a young Conquer. No, no, I'm not talking just young conquer. That was bad. That was that you didn't was play scary it. Looking, you didn't play it though, dude. Then I'm talking the design. Well, yeah, it was bad. I didn't have to talk about the gameplay. The design of him is terrifying. Um, no, Project, uh, what is it? Spark. Wasn't green. Thank you, Project Spark. Well, that was a different. There's actually a game called Young Conquer for Hololens. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. The, yeah. the, his design is awful in that. No, this was a different. This was more towards the original Conquer design. Yeah, the, Spar- the Project Spark. Game. I actually bought that and played through it. I want you to know that. And it was awful, wasn't it? It was not good, but it was only five dollars. Yeah. So whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
you know, you just the problem is you can't play it now because Project Spark has been shut down. <laughs> yeah, it's lost its spark. You could say you you could yeah. say that its spark is gone. Uh, it's been extinguished. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is is it just me or is like is E three not as exciting this year? Is that just me? No, it's not just you. I don't care about it at all. Oh man, that disappoints me because I love E three time. You know, I just I just want to know what lies Todd Howard's going to say on stage this year. There will be no bugs in Fallout. So I, I just like that Crobcat <laughs> will update the video. Sweet little li- uh, uh, little lies by Fleetwood Mac plays, and it's just Todd Howard clips, uh, and he'll just update that with new ones. It's great. I love it. Oh, we'll see Bethesda. We'll see Microsoft. We'll see Nintendo. We'll see SquareSoft. We'll see Ubisoft. How many other softs are there? Uh, at least 37. Forgot Ubisoft has a conference. Alright, I might have some predictions then. Yeah. yeah. And I think Square is taking Sony's spot Monday night. Whoa, okay. So, I mean, we know they're going to show Final Fantasy Remake. They already said they were. So. Yeah. Question is, what else do they have? Anybody remember that Avengers game? Oh yeah, no, I forgot yeah, about I've that. Been think- I've been thinking about that because it was. Um, it's been two, three years what, since that uh, thing was announced. What 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 team was that again? It's <laughs> part of the Crystal Dynamics. Dynamics. Crystal Dynamics. Thank yeah. you. I could not remember. I was going to say it's not Core Design. Core Design. Because they pushed uh, they pushed Shadow off to a different team, so they Yados Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. So where's that Avengers? Also, Rocksteady. What have they been working on? Yeah, that's a great question. That is the one thing I'm curious about. And then every Superman games. It's been it's a DC property, whatever it is. The question is, what is yeah. it? And I I really don't know. And Arrow. Oh God, no! That, they just canceled that show. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, I would. The, I would love a Teenage Mutant Ninja Trolls game from them. Everybody wants a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game from them, but they are owned by Warner Brothers. They are going to do a DC game. Yeah, yeah. It's just going to happen. The game that I won't get because it just it, he doesn't. Superman translates better to a video game than The Flash, but I'd love a Flash game. Well, I, Slowing down time to just annihilate guys. Oh. Well, maybe we'll see at E3, or maybe the Rocksteady game has been moved to next generation. I don't know. Same with the Avengers game. It could have been moved to next generation. Who knows? We're at that spot where putting out a game, a new IP or something for these consoles is probably not going to happen. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we'll be doing that in two weeks. But if you want to tweet at us for next week's show or any show, it's at M4G Podcast. You can send us emails to podcasts at ztgd.com. And you can follow all of us on Twitter. Ryan is at WombatRP, Anthony is at NTRSKT, and I am at ZTGD. You can follow the site at ZTGD Content. Also check out Phoenix Down. Shenmue is over. I'm hearing everybody sigh of relief over there. <laughs> and they're moving I, on. I'd just like to say that wasn't intentional. But boy, am I glad I didn't have to play that piece of shit. Um, and also they're moving on to Matt Hazard. Yeah, Eat Lead. Eat Lead. The return of Matt Hazard. Which I remember being a good game 
Well, I remember it being a funny game that wasn't all that great of a video game. And then so. they had a sequel. Yeah, Bloodbath and Beyond. Yeah. Great name. Yeah, not a great game. But anyway, that's it for the show this week. We'll be back next week. E3's right around the corner. It's supposed to be exciting. Hopefully it will get exciting. But we'll see. Peace out, Betris. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.